Before we begin, I want to note that this show is not a substitute for therapy or treatment of any kind. We are not licensed mental health professionals, and our only qualifications are our own experiences and opinions. If you do need professional help, there will be resources in the description below and also featured at the end of the show. Hey, that rhymes. Heck yeah, it does. You're listening to the Fine I'm Not Fine podcast. I'm Alyssa. And I'm Savannah. Welcome back, potty pals. Hey, potty pals. Thank you so much for joining us. Whether you are a new listener or returning listener, we're happy to have you today. Without your support, we're just two ladies laughing at our own jokes, so thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Let's start with a quick exercise and then a check-in. All right, everyone, let's take a minute. If you're driving, keep driving. If you're sitting, just drop your shoulders, unclench your jaw, relax your forehead. I like to relax my ears. Flatten your hands, breathe in, and out. Breathe in, and out. That was great. That was great. Hey, Seth, how are you doing? I'm depressed. How are you doing? I'm also depressed. High five. <laughs> High five. Yeah, that is today's topic, everyone. We are depressed. It's not funny. We're, it we're, is kind of funny. It's uncanny. We are both in a slump, in a not fun slump. It's been a week. I mistakenly doubled up on my meds one night. That's not good. Um, yeah, and I'm kind of in recovery mode, so some R&R is <laughs> in order. Just be happy. Go to the beach. You'll be fine. <laughs> You'll be go. cured in no time. Just go to the beach and sleep. I'm going to go drink some lemonade with lavender in it. <laughs> and then I'm going to roll in some lavender. Light some <laughs> lavender candles. Get your essential oils and you'll be fixed. You'll be cured. I have a box of them. They're behind you. So. Oh, from your candle-like phase? Or your bath bomb phase? All of the above. <laughs> Those smell good. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So since we're both in an unhappy kind of slump, we're going to talk about how that's different for both of us because we're two different people. Even though we go through the same kind of thing, we're not the same. We don't have the same experiences. So if you don't mind me asking, what does it generally look like for you? Like, what do you look like to the outside eyes when you get into like a depressive slump? I just sleep all the time. Like, I just want to be asleep. I don't want to be in the world. As sad as that sounds. I know it is. is. That's how it is. That's how it is. Yeah, it is what it is, though. Yeah. So you'll sleep a lot and kind of like withdraw, that sort of thing? Yeah. And it's not like I want to do that. It just it just yeah. kind of happens. I just, I'm going to go lay down. And then I go lay down. A couple hours later, I wake up. I'm like, where the frick am I? Mm. And then I like feel like my blood sugar is low. So I go into the kitchen, pack <laughs> myself full of snacks, and then go back into the bedroom. Like a little troll. I'm a little troll. Oh. My therapist said some people she talks to imagine their depression. Like this has been helpful. They imagine their depression as something else. Like someone imagined the monster from Stranger Things. Like that's my depression. That's what it looks like. It's like this big, scary, dark thing. She told me that and I, and I thought of a bunch of things. I think mine is Danny DeVito from Batman. Like <laughs> the penguin. Yes. It's just kind of like this annoying little <laughs> thing with like fins throwing rocks at me like <laughs> Go to bed. <laughs> My depression is different because I have 
uh, bipolar depression. Mm-hmm. And even though it's like the same kind of thing, I go through some different kind of things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it'll dip into mania. Oh, okay. Like in the middle of your slump? Yeah. Sometimes I go through, I believe it's called mixed mania, where hmm. you can be depressed, but you can also go through these manic symptoms. Can you tell the difference between manic and non-manic pretty easily? Yes. Manic and normal, I should say. You can tell the difference. Yeah, I can. Mm. When I'm manic, I'm a completely other person. Do you also do, like, things? Just random hyperfixation things? I'll get one project and see it through. For example, like, when I was really manic and unmedicated, I would wake up at, like, 3 in the morning and just move furniture around my room at my parents' house. Oh, my gosh. And my mom would come in and be like, it's 3 in the morning. What are you doing? (laughs) And I'm just like, I'm rearranging furniture. (laughs) I thought my bed looked better over here and my bookshelf over there. So I'm just moving things all over and she's like go to bed (laughs) oh my gosh that must have been really kind of confusing before your diagnosis like why am i moving furniture in the middle of the night and then why am i really like down the next minute it's really funny because like i didn't think about that i I thought it was a completely normal thing to do Mm -hmm. and then i would mention it to other people and they're just like what are you talking about that's like insanity and then i'd mention it in like therapy and they're just like oh yeah you have bipolar disorder. All of my clients say that they do this. Oh, wow. <laughs> was it kind of a shock to you, like, that was your diagnosis? Or did you kind of think that's what it was? Originally, I knew that there was something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Like, years back ago, I went to a psychiatrist for, to be honest, I thought it was depression and anxiety. Mm. I got some medication. The anxiety meds did help. But... The depression meds did not work at all. You've definitely honed in, I think, on, like, what you specifically need. Like, your treatment is totally better now. Yeah. It's kind of funny, because that whole period when I was first diagnosed with all the things that I had, I had gone through a really, really bad breakup. Mm. I shouldn't have been in a relationship with them, but they actually helped me get, like, the treatment that I needed. I was actually hospitalized at one point against my will because the medication that I was on flipped me to the manic and then I had to go to the ER and they they brought me to East Jesus Nowhere and just you know those depictions of like mental health facilities Mm -hmm. you know how crazy they look yeah like how just way out of proportion yeah kind of stigmatizes it like that really your experience it was like my experience was actually like that well Goodness, goodness. That's really tough because it's, it's, you were surrounded by people though. Like, were you like supported there? It's hard to tell if they were being genuine or not because mm-hmm. I know that part of me was like over medic, they over medicated me for sure. Oh like, on gosh. anxiety medication because I was freaking out. Like, where am I? Why am I here? Why won't they let me leave? You have a funny story about when they brought me there. Mm-hmm. So I had to ride in an ambulance. I've never ridden in an ambulance before mm-hmm. in my life. And they're just like, we're going to put you in this gurney. A gurney? Okay, yeah. I was like, okay. They had given me something. They're like, we're just going to give you this to relax you. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Because I was just like 
out of my mind at that point. And they're just like, are we going to have to strap your arms down so you don't hit us? Oh, and I'm like, oh. no. That must have been like freaking wild. Like it all started because you were given the wrong treatment. Yes. That's so fucked up. Yeah. And it's all because people think that this sort of, well, one, I bet people understood like your specific diagnosis, like way less than they do now. Like they understand it way more today. But also, I'm sure they, there was some generalization, like, while all that was going on. Like, oh, this medicine works for people who are kind of like you? Here, have it. Well, it's trial and error. Yeah. Oh. It takes a long time to get, like, the proper the proper one. I feel like it usually does take a while to get, like, the right cocktail. Oh, okay. Because I'm on some medications I started with, mm-hmm. but I'm on some new ones as well to supplement. Mm-hmm. Just out of curiosity, because I'm not on meds, how do you know if that's something you need? Is that something you just need to let someone else decide for you? Personally, I knew that I needed something because I know that some people can go to therapy and not take anything and it's fine. Mm-hmm. But like... What does that exactly mean, you think? Like going to therapy and you're fine. Like, does that mean like like you don't struggle outside of therapy? Or, like, you're struggling, but it's, like, pretty minimal? I think it's, like, the people that have depression and they go to therapy and they have the relief that they need out of therapy. That's all they need. But I for see. the ones that need, like, a little extra help, they're, they're best to go to see a psychiatrist as well. Because they might have a chemical imbalance. Oh, okay, I got That you. can't be fixed in therapy. I'm still very new to therapy. And I'm also very new to understanding my diagnoses because I just received them a few months ago. And I'm not on any medications or anything. So I think all of these questions are just things I'm still thinking about. I don't know if I need anything because I really like talking to my therapist. I really enjoy it, but I still struggle. Like every day is just like a struggle to do things. But like meds scare me like a lot. So that's why I'm kind of hesitant to just jump into those. I get you. I've been Mm -hmm. on so many medications, so I completely understand I've been on, like, easily over 20 meds. Oh, yeah, Trying to find the right cocktail. There's a cutoff on the insurance when you have to get off your parents' insurance. I think it's 26. 26. Yeah. Yeah. So I turned 26, and they put me on Mm Medi-Cal. And they were refusing to let me be prescribed certain medications because the state will not cover them. So I went through this whole period of my life where I was just, like, hating the world. Mm-hmm. Because I was on these different meds that weren't helping me. They're making things worse. And it was just like a nightmare. Oh, God. I can't even imagine. That just sounds incredibly hard. But like right now, do you feel like this is kind of where you feel like this is kind of a stable time? Like you can kind of stick with the treatment that you're getting? Yes. That's awesome. I remember last week you were saying like this is like the best that you felt generally. In a long time. That's wonderful. Well, I would love to be where you are. You sound... Well, I mean, we're both... We're both slumpy, but you know. Yeah, we're both having a a week. A week. It's okay okay to have a week. You know what's funny? I still have my lows, you know, like I always have. But ironically, I've never felt more physically nice. (laughs) Like I've never felt hotter. (laughs) I dyed my hair. I have tattoos. I I have taken care of like my health, like my blood sugar and like my cholesterol and Mm -hmm. like all the stuff that my doctor told me to do when I was a teenager, but I didn't do it. I feel great in that sense. But I would think that, you know, that would just make me feel better, period. But no, I still have all these poopy, poopy feelings. And it's okay. It's okay. We're allowed to have poopy feelings. Oh, it's okay. 
Yeah. Personally, my depression is probably really, really different than how it looks for you. Well, I'm sure there's like similarities and stuff, but I personally get very, what's the word? I personally get very like self-deprecating and very like doubtful of my relationships. So I get very reclusive, if that's Mm -hmm. the right way to put it. I kind of like draw back from everything and everybody and just think that everyone hates me and kind of make up all these things that don't have physical proof of things yeah if that makes any sense i don't know i've had that before okay it's not a good feeling no it's not and it's added the special sprinkle of my individual experiences because i'm very hypersensitive and very hyper attentive to things i like i notice small details like very much and i react to them very big so i think that one little thing that someone does is like the biggest thing in the world like oh this person hasn't talked to me in two months they must hate me i can relate to that that's and that's the experience i'm having like right now yeah i just get really anxious sometimes yeah yeah i think it it feeds the depression too because it's just like maybe everybody does hate me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's got to be some kind of proof and then you start digging and you're just like you said they haven't talked to me in two months yeah what did i do I had to have done something. Mm. Yeah, Ricky was pointing this out to me earlier. It feels more natural for me, and I'm sure that exactly what you said is the same thing. It feels much more natural to take on the blame instead of, this person hasn't talked to me in two months. They need to be a better friend or something. (laughs) Instead, you're just like, oh, I'm the worst. I suck. They rightfully don't talk to me for two months, and they hate me because I'm a shitty person. That feels like more of the depressive, natural way to respond to things instead of the normal thing like, oh, this person has talked to me. I hope they're okay. Or hmm, I wonder if they're, you know, they're just not good at communicating lately. I don't know. Something lighter. Yeah. No, definitely. I personally get really anxious and just like think about all the things that I've done. Oh my God. I get so anxious about texting people, Mm -hmm. even though like I want to talk to people. Like Mm -hmm. I, I sit there and I go, well, I don't want to bother them. And then I get upset that they don't text me. I'm just like, this is not a good way to live. No. Oh, my God. This whole... So bad. Obviously, if you want to talk to someone, you need to reach out to them. They can't read your mind or anything weird like Mm -hmm. that. Like, what are you doing? Exactly. I feel that all the time. Like, this person should be doing this for me. If they're not doing it for me, I must be like really shitty. I must be not deserving of those things. Yeah. And then that, like, people say, like, anxiety and depression are like besties. They are. They really are. Good for them. Get married already. (laughs) But that sort of anxiety, it's holding hands with that depression. Like, oh, yeah, I actually do suck. And then you get sucked in. Yeah. Spiral. Yeah. It's the worst. But I'm doing a lot better, like, right now, like, doing the pod and seeing your dogs. It's weird because this was just today and yesterday. Like, it's funny because those thoughts are so untrue. Like, I can snap out of it if I do the right things or if I hear the right things or if I just distract myself. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do that? Like, do you distract yourself and kind of trick yourself to feel better? I do. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do? I tell myself like, no, we're we're not we're not doing this today. Not mm. today, Satan. Yeah. We are not doing this today. We're gonna pull out the uke. We're gonna yes. play downstrums <laughs> of uh, the volcano song. Yeah, lava you. Yeah, we're gonna lava you to Jacob while he's playing video games and he's just gonna sing with us. So sweet. Yeah. Oh, you kind of do that too. Like you talk to yourself instead of saying, I'm going to do this. You're like, okay, we're going to do like hand holding yourself, you know? Yes. <laughs> That's sweet. I love that. 
I feel like for people who like to nurture, that's probably a really good method. Kind of talk to yourself as if you're a child. Like, okay, no, we're going to get up. We're going to put food in your body. And like, I was talking to myself out loud today because I was slipping this afternoon. Like, yeah. oh my God, no, I was going to eat lunch. I was going to have a sandwich. And then I said out <laughs> loud, stop, stop. It's fine. You could still eat your sandwich. Just turn on the TV. I've been watching George Lopez. And just turn on some <laughs> George Lopez and just sit there and then just sit there and eat put the food in your mouth and eat and don't think about anything else and and that sort of thing helps yeah i've also been rewatching oldies we've been we talked about this last time but i've been watching cheetah girls like non-stop cheetah girls oh yeah have you seen it that was like after your disney channel time right i'm trying to think of what they're they're saying is cheetah girls cheetah sisters yes yes you got it yeah <laughs> i've been watching specifically the second one non-stop wow it's so good i love like all those old kind of like um nostalgic musicals because it's like you just remember like oh yeah i know all of the lyrics to this song (laughs) even the spanish that pops up in the verse and i don't speak spanish i know it though this is a cheetah (laughs) girl song (laughs) i love the i so i've been watching a lot of those i watched all of the high school musicals too i've actually never seen a single high school musical and i love zach efron i am in love with him Yes, for real. I love Zach. We love Zach Efron. You have never seen the High School Musical? No shame, but I've seen like clips of it. You know, like what? Oh my gosh! Okay, so we're adding. (laughs) It's gonna be a. It's probably gonna be every time we talk. It's probably gonna be every time. I'm gonna make a list of things that I need to have you watch. We need Aquamarine, High School Musical. We'll add more. Those are essential. Do you have a? thing that you've been watching lately it doesn't have to be like a movie or tv but like a tiktok or something i watch tiktok like all day every day it's it's kind of sick it's a, it's a sickness everyone shares that sickness with you yeah you're not alone i know oh man what's your favorite right now you like girl ella mm-hmm. the lactose intolerant, the lactose intolerant chip. <laughs> i'll have the four cheese gnocchi <laughs> what <laughs> I want a side of milk <laughs> or something. What? That's what you like? Yeah. She has a skit on an Uno card. That one cracks me up so much. Oh. Where she I just flips the switch on somebody. Just like the what? reverse card? Yeah, the reverse <laughs> card where she like gets pulled over and she's just, I'd like to see your license and registration. And she's like, oh yes, let God. me pull it out for you. <laughs> the card. <laughs> I'm going to have to see your license <laughs> and registration, sir. I love that. Yeah, it was so funny. So I have a question for our listeners. Did you guys do your homework or were you guys rebels and blow me off completely? Because <laughs> either way, I'm, I'm proud of you guys and I respect your choice to, to do or do not. There is no try. As a reminder, last week's homework was if someone asks you how you are, you'd answer honestly. And if no one asked you how you are since the last time you listened, we would love to know how you are. You're always free to comment on our posts or dm us we'd love to hear how you are we are happy to be a source for you as well so this episode the homework we give to you is to take some time for yourself whether it's a minute an hour or a whole day do something you want to do i know that a lot of us can feel compelled to do what other people might want us to do or we feel like we should be doing something but just take some time and do something that makes you feel like yourself makes you happy If you want to connect with us, you can find us on all social media platforms 
platforms, including Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and even TikTok at Fine I'm Not Fine Pod. And if you're currently experiencing a crisis, we suggest reaching out to someone you love, or you can call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255. Or if texting is your thing, you can text HOME to 741-741-741 to talk to someone from the crisis text line. We hope you have a genuinely fine day today. Thank you so much for listening and make sure to drink your water and join us next time.